Hey, what's up? Hey. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think of any cool way to start this. There is, you know, after 48 times, it's a little hit and miss. Yeah. Sometimes you have a cool way, sometimes not so much. I think for the past, like, maybe 30, we've just basically said, hey. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Which isn't isn't that uh, isn't the intro to almost every YouTuber video. Hey guys. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. 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 We're basically. here today with Nerd Novice. Yeah. Yep. Episode uh, forty eight. We're close. Close to fifty nifty fifty. Yeah. Getting, Getting up there. Yep. Yep. How do you feel about yeah. it, Jim? I already have the application on my desk for our ARP card. (laughs) And uh, maybe we can get a Golden Buckeye card, too, while we're at it. We should get some senior discounts at Applebee's. Yeah, and have dinner real early at 4.30. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all about that. That And we can hang out with the old people at Panera Bread, too. Do they get discounts there? Uh, I only go where there's discounts. I don't know if they get discounts, but they sure hang out there. Have you noticed that? No. Have you? I never really go to Panera that much. Hmm. Okay. Well, but, I mean, uh, that's probably just for the best anyways. I mean, it's, it, Panera's fine. But yeah, whatever. The, the thing that I find interesting is um, my experience has, has been that Panera is an extremely geriatric crowd wow. versus the younger crowd that tends to frequent Starbucks. Yeah. And it's funny because the crowd of people that work at Panera are like 16. Right. That's like one of those places where you go and, and you're, uh, the shift manager or the store manager is like 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I might be. Yeah. Well, I, I, th- I think the thing with Panera is an old person who's afraid of uh, – Strong coffee or burnt coffee, as some people complain Starbucks is, mm. which they have a right to say that. Um, they're wrong, but yeah, they have a right to say yeah. that. Uh, you know, you can, you can go to Panera and just buy like a cup of coffee for like $1.83 or something. Yeah. And they give you the cup and then you go to the carafe or whatever. It's not actually a carafe, it's a you it's know. a carafe. It's one of those big giant Yeah. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I guess those are called carafes, too. Yes. And you just get your coffee, and then you hang out with all of the other septuagenarians. Yeah. hmm Yeah. And it's really gross coffee, so you're good. Right. It's what you're used to. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my parents, who have been drinking Maxwell House. Yeah, I was going to say, for... like, that 8 o'clock coffee or whatever it's called. 8 right. o'clock. What, is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the same group of people that buy that from the store. Right, right. And for them, like, fancy coffee is Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dunkin' Donuts is, like, the lowest on the chain I will go. (laughs) Only in a pinch. Only if there's no other option. I mean... I will... I will drink Dunkin' Donuts. And, and like, I'll... I'm a, like, big coffee person. And uh, if I... If I need coffee, I usually get, you know, like, 16 to 20 ounces... And if I get that from Dunkin' Donuts, I probably get through about eight ounces of it, and then I'm like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Because as soon as it's not hot, it's so disgusting. Hmm. It's just not. Yeah. I can't. 
Can't handle it. <laughs> I can't even imagine being one of the people that uses cream in their coffee because that must take down the temperature quite a bit when you put oh, your sure. half and half in there. Yeah. Are you a cream in your coffee kind of guy? No. Yeah, good. No. Solidarity not not man. not when I'm just about drinking regular coffee. Like obviously, I'm if I'm getting a mocha or something. That's a that's yeah. I'm different. a fan of lattes and, yeah. and whatnot. I mean, that's yeah. espresso based, anyhow. Yeah. But, yeah. But uh, yeah, coffee black. Thank you very much. And the Word. stronger, the stronger, the better. Now, virtual I, fist bump. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Now I know that they say that. Um, you know, the darker roasts actually have less caffeine in them, but I like the flavor of the darker roasts much yeah, better. Yeah, I don't really, it's not that much of a difference, I bet. Yeah. I like, uh, Pike Place, though. Do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pike Place is good. <clears throat> yeah. I tend to get that when I go to Starbucks, just because I like the consistency of it. I'm not a big fan of French roasts. I just don't like the flavor. It's not the dark part of it, it's the mm-hmm. flavor. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I like, uh... I like being at Starbucks when they grind the beans. Yeah. It smells so earthy. Heavenly. It almost smells like, uh, I know this sounds weird, but it smells almost fishy to me. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's, but it smells really good. <clears throat> I used to work at Starbucks and yeah. a few other cafes, and it was like you would come home smelling like coffee. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't really, but it was pretty cool. Yeah. I still need to get a coffee candle for my car. Oh, yeah. I think I said that like a year and a half ago, and I still haven't done it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Coffee is good. On the to-do list. (laughs) So you know what else was on the to-do list recently? What's that? Watching Murder, She Wrote. Oh, yeah. And also, speaking of old people. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Did uh, Did you enjoy it? I loved it. <laughs> Great. I watched uh, watched the first uh, episode, which is basically like a two-parter pilot type yeah. show. And yeah, I'm looking forward to, to watching a whole lot more. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those shows where, you know, obviously I saw it here and there when I was a kid. And the, the one thing that I never realized about the show was... Or, or, or I guess you could say was was enlightening to me watching the the first episode is it sets up the origin story yeah. for Jessica Fletcher. It does. I had just assumed wrongly that it was the type of show where you just jumped in at episode one and it was like, okay, well here's this lady and she's a writer and yeah, it you know it showed her getting started. Yeah, in it shows how reluctant she is to being a serial to be a killer. writer. Yeah. Like, she loves writing, but it's just the thing she does after her husband dies. And uh, she's, like, reluctant for anybody else to read it. And so it's funny how it starts off with her like that. And then eventually, right. like, she gets famouser and famouser. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, and uh, so you meet, you also meet her, her nephew, Grady, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Unlucky Grady. I kind of feel like he should be in almost every episode, but he's he is not. In, he's in a lot of episodes, and he always is in some kind of trouble. Either his friend gets murdered, or he's suspected of being a murderer, or his boss is murdered. Or <laughs> He's a very unlucky fella. Yeah. Luckily, he has Aunt Jessica there. Right. Right. She has an endless supply of nieces and nephews. <laughs> Does she? 
Oh yeah. Okay. Any any like young star that is guest starring on the show is Jessica's niece or nephew. <laughs> it's like she has so you'll see the, yeah. there's so many nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I mean like and they never see each other. So like are any of these people Grady's brother or sister? Who knows? Grady's never with them. Mm-hmm. You never see them together. Right. It's like she has like eight siblings and they all have a bunch of kids. Yeah, that's good. Know. It's pretty hilarious. I, I was I was reading Wikipedia about uh, about the series, and yeah, the 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 list of guest stars is huge, and it's totally totally a who's who. Yeah, of of actors who were busy during the eighties and nineties. Yep. You know, I think it was one of those shows where uh, it was like. Law and Order. Yeah. If, yeah, yeah. Like if you were on Murder She Wrote, then you were getting there. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you, you, it's one of those shows that's like kind of in the circuit. Yeah. In the circuit of, okay, I'm going to do a Law and Order. I'm going to do Murder She Wrote. You know, next week I might do a Quantum Leap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. X Files. Yeah. yeah X Files is another one of those that has a bunch of guest stars when you're, when you're watching it and you're like, Oh my god, Jack Black? What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you know. So I think that's kind of characteristic of detective shows. Mm-hmm. It is, because they always need like different storylines with different characters. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, it it makes makes complete sense because you've got you know, essentially you're you're playing, if you think about it, you're playing out more or less the same scenario every week. I mean, they call right. them they call them procedurals for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, so you have to have that rotating cast of of characters uh, for whom tragedy can befall. Uh huh. And, and so it's funny because uh, if you want to have any sort of like recurrence whatsoever, these characters need to consistently befall tragedy like right they like for the example of grady her her nephew it's like he's a fun character hey we really like this guy let's bring him back oh how are we gonna bring him back he needs to be in some sort of trouble because that's the point of this show right <laughs> like so let's just make sure he's kind of bumbly and a little bit stupid and so he'll be getting in trouble all the time yeah <laughs> yeah exactly like, oh my god <laughs> yep so, um, yeah, Jessica Fletcher is basically my hero. Um, I can, I, I can see that. I can see that. Could you see, could, please tell me, please tell me that you could see me being Jessica Fletcher one day. You are already Jessica Fletcher. No, 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 no. I mean, uh, in I the mean, making, for sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cause Jessica Fletcher, like, is she, the characteristics that she has are all well and good, but the only reason why they're awesome is because she's old. Right. <laughs> like so like she d- she goes jogging in matching track suits yeah <laughs> only cool because she's old right you know right she lives in like a coastal main town and mm-hmm. does gardening and mm-hmm. stuff it's only cool because she's old she's an author only cool because she's old i mean all these things mm-hmm. yeah so. i i mean really you you are your life your actual life is really just the prequel yeah. to to Murder She Wrote, like Murder She Will Write. Yeah, that's my 
<laughs> I can only yeah. hope one day right. that I will be yeah. able to do these things. Yeah. No, I can. I do you can know totally... the? Um... No, go ahead. No, you go. You go ahead. It's fine. I was just gonna say the. Do you know the amount of male suitors that she has knocking on her door? Probably one every week. It's almost one every week. Oh. It's a lot. Yeah. And they all flirt with her like hardcore. I mean, she's... And she's super flirty. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows what happens? <laughs> she's like always like, like getting reacquainted with some old friend who's some really rich guy now. Right. Or, you know, like she is staying in this giant mansion in like Seattle while she goes to a conference and befriends the widowed owner yep. and they start getting all saucy with with each other <laughs> she's always like a guest in somebody's home she never just stays in a hotel i mean she sometimes stays in hotels but for the most part when she does these things she's always like oh i'm gonna stay in this giant victorian mansion right obviously a great setting for a murder sure sure i mean it's you know hotel murder kind of gets old after a while you, yeah. you need uh, Victorian murders. You need Tudor murders. You, you yeah. know, maybe you need, needs- you need a you need a bi level murder every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. It, sometimes that's kind of necessary. Was yeah. it the basement? Kind of. This is a bi level. <laughs> it's sort of a basement. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I mean, and you also need to have like the disgruntled family drama that happens when you're in some giant mansion like that because inevitably the family like has some sort of secret and they don't get along. And so then you have a plethora of suspects. So if you're living, if you're hanging out in this giant mansion and there's this big family secret, like, and all the family members don't get along, one of them could be the murderer. And now we have five people that we have to rule out here. So it's like, it makes for good TV. Right. Yeah. You know, it does. It does. And the the thing that, that I noticed about the character Jessica Fletcher is she, yeah, she's old, but she's, she's nobody's fool. No. Um, I, I, I would say that, you know, she has... She has a positive outlook. You know, she's not cynical or jaded. Um, but I, I don't think that she's really. I don't think that she's naive. No way. She's definitely not. She um. She's been around the block. Yeah. Y- you could tell. Yeah. And you know, she's also kind of the queen of like classy yet snappy comebacks mm-hmm. like you don't expect it to come from her mouth but she totally tells people who's boss without being offensive right it's right. crazy yeah she's, she's definitely been around the block you want to know what she's been up to i don't really i mean it's pretty nuts yeah yeah and that's that's why it was so so interesting to me watching the pilot that it's it's explained that she is a retired school teacher. Yeah. Because I had always you know, 
to be honest, that that backstory for her it 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 fits the character, but yet it kind of doesn't fit the character. Except I think here here's the here's the um the vision of her as a teacher that you get. And this is why I still think that I might be Jessica Fletcher in the making. Because uh, if it's not her niece or nephew, it's her former student. Mm-hmm. Like the young guest star is either her niece or nephew or a former student. And her reputation of a t- as a teacher, according to these former students, is that she's really tough on them and it really expects a lot from them. And um, then because of this like tough love produces great students who are also writers or also you know educators Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. so the reason why i I say this is is like hopefully my other stepping stone towards becoming jessica fletcher is because i recently met with a former student of mine who um wanted a project back in return so we went met for coffee and According to her, my reputation as a teacher is, like, pretty funny. Like, (laughs) apparently I'm, like, seen as, like, super sarcastic uh, and, like, not afraid of anybody. And she was saying how one time there were people standing outside the classroom making a lot of noise. And I was, like, I opened the door and I was, like, hey, I'm trying to teach a class in here. And she was like, I was really glad that Sherry was here because she's from the ghetto and (laughs) she knows how to fight people. And I was a little nervous for you. (laughs) I was like, really? But so anyway, I think Jessica Fletcher is totally like snarky, sarcastic teacher, but only because she loves them. And Mm -hmm. they end up up being really smart because of her. Right, right. I can see that. Sure, sure. And here's the other thing too is, is she she's the perfect example of how someone who loves books gains gains wisdom through the experience that you get reading a book uh-huh. and what i what i mean by that is um it when you read a lot of books, and I don't personally read very many books at all, but I know plenty of people who do. But <laughs> uh, you know, they they kind of what's the the right way to put this? Like, it, I mean, it basically it makes you smarter. It well, it almost get, makes you you have you almost experience the same things that the characters in the book right. experience. Right. So now exactly. you're like, your worldview is expanded. Right. Right. Yeah. So I think that kind of helps shape her. Yeah. As a, as a person. I think so too. As well. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I'm trying to think of like other shows that kind of go along with this, but I think it was pretty common at the time where um, like the detective shows or similar types of, you call them procedurals. They always have like crazy episodes where like this would never happen in real life. Like the main character is involved with, for instance, the Russian KGB. Like there's an episode that I was going to tell you to watch where Jessica is basically like fighting off the KGB. Like really? (laughs) (laughs) 
like in real life that she would be done <laughs> right yeah <laughs> this little old lady isn't gonna charm her way out of like getting taken down by the kgb i mean it's just not gonna happen and there are other episodes where she like fakes being like a gambler mafia woman or like she'll she'll like there was one episode where um she uh her her cousin is a southern theatrical performer and it her life is threatened and so jessica pretends to be her or something i don't remember how it works but they're both played by Jessica. Like, both of the characters are played by Angela Lansbury. And so it's just kind of like, you're not her cousin. You're the same person. Right. <laughs> you just have slightly different hair color. But she's always getting into these, like, ridiculous situations where you just kind of have to accept that it's that it's acceptable. Like, you just have to be like, okay, I'm just going to ignore the fact that she's running to escape the KGB and I'm just going to enjoy this episode. <laughs> Cause like there's so many episodes like that. It's just ridiculous. I love it so much. I mean, and then the whole time she still remains like unassuming, you know, the whole time she does this, like throughout however many seasons there are of the show, Jessica Fletcher's still like, oh, no, I couldn't. I couldn't solve this murder. I, I, I don't want to intrude, you know? <laughs> right. You're just like, yeah. lady, you're an expert at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, march in there, knock down the door, and start solving these murders. And then demand money for them, too. Right. <laughs> but she's always just like, oh, I don't want to intrude on your fine police work. Yeah. Yeah. She's She's so different from a lot of the other detective shows out there and obviously Sherlock Holmes is 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 the quintessential yeah you know it, it, he is the detective of of all detectives and if you if you look at at this show versus um I know that you haven't seen Columbo but you know Columbo comes to mind we'll for there. me or yeah. Monk yeah Monk yeah um you know they they all are paying homage to Sherlock Holmes yeah. in in the the powers of ob- observation. Yeah, Hercule Poirot. Yeah, you, yeah. Have you seen those? Actors yes, too? I've seen yeah. I've seen a couple of those. I love those. And uh, uh, shoot, what's the? Uh, Oh, I'm spacing on the name right now. There, what's the the book with the lady detective? Well, you mean like super Agatha, famous? A- yes, Agatha uh, thank Christie. You. Agatha she, Christie. Yeah, she's the author. She's the yeah. author. Yeah, yeah. Um. <clears throat> so it all, you know, obviously it pays uh, homage to the Agatha Christa. A- uh-huh. Agatha Agatha Christie. <laughs> Yes. Agatha Christabo. <laughs> I am a professional Augustus voice actor. Christmas. And I can speak. <laughs> yeah. You know, it. it Augustus Christmas. <laughs> that should be our detective series. Maybe that's it. Maybe. We okay. We just cracked the code for how we are going to make you 
into Jessica Fletcher. Oh. You are going to write books. Under the pen name? Augustus Christmas? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's going to be amazing. Yeah. Yep. That's you. And my you. character's name is going to be Jennifer uh, Fletchmas. Right. Right. Jennifer Smith. Jennifer Jennifer Fletchmas. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. Uh, See, we got it all. We got it all figured we're out. We're good. We're good at this. Yeah. I don't even know what I was going to say. I don't know either. Um, but they were paying homage to Sherlock. Yeah. It, it all comes from like Agatha Christie and Sherlock Holmes. But those characters all have different mannerisms and, and different ways of solving the crimes and yeah. and and the the way that they navigate through the investigation is is very unique and how how Jessica Fletcher does it is really just so different from Columbo and and the others too yeah and you know i think of columbo especially because uh columbo preceded murder she wrote um and then they ran concurrently i yeah would think i'd have to look at at the dates but um you know the whole deal with columbo is you're never you're never sure if he's a complete moron who just happens to figure it out or yeah. if the moron thing is just a shtick yeah yeah but yeah she- let's think about all these people like with jessica i think she's very um a lot of it like the way she solves murders is very like it's a hobby of hers like she doesn't have a scientific approach to it whatsoever she only has like like a scenario played out in her mind and she always for some reason she's always right i mean that's kind of not real realistic but she has these scenarios and she tests them out and she like um you know, she might fake out the person that she thinks is a suspect, and you know, and she's just very uh, circumstantial when she solves these crimes. But then, like when you think about Sherlock, he's very analytical. He's very um, almost scientific in a sense. And then Monk is very—I would say—what would you say about him? He's almost like. Uh, CSI in one person. The the thing with Monk is he's probably more similar to Columbo. You know, he he comes out of the the Holmesian powers of observation, but he has this this thing where he's a germaphobe and has all of like these his OCD to the OCD of, stuff. I think it's like the reason why he figures things out. Right. Because he's able to see what's wrong with the with the scenario. Right. Right, exactly. Whereas Jessica Fletcher, her scenarios are almost behavioral-based. Like, she kind of gets the people behind it more than anything, really. Right, right. And, uh, you know, other, you know, newer detective procedurals would be, like, The Mentalist and yeah. Castle. I, I mean, never Cas- watched Castle. I really kind of <sighs> yeah. hate David Boreanaz, but that's just because he's an angel. Maybe I should watch it. <laughs> But it's got Nathan Fillion. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, you no, should. No, I'm thinking about Bones. Never mind. Yeah, yeah Bones yeah. is David Boreanaz. Yeah. Uh, Castle. Yeah, I need to watch Castle. Castle is it. a great show. Yeah. Is and, that on any sort of internet machine? Uh, I would think so. Okay. It's probably Hulu. Okay. Because it's an ABC show. Um. You know, with with Castle, the whole deal with him is he's an author. He's a famous author, and he helps the police solve crime. So it's so, like she wrote. We already talked about this. Yeah. Like so kind of the ago. same so kind of the same same idea. And you know, I think I think what's interesting and and what can be interesting is times when these super detectives are right and when they're wrong. And you know, like you were saying, and I'm sure I'll see this as as we watch more uh, murder she wrote in subsequent episodes you know jessica you said is is right like pretty much all the time or? yeah okay. even if even if she um like has to change her theory at the last minute she's always she always figures it out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tootie. Tootie's growling out the window mm-hmm. um she always has to she always ends up being like oh i've got it it's this and then like scene cuts and then it goes to this thing where she like plays out basically a trap for the person that she knows is guilty and then like gets them into confessing she always gets them to confess every time Mm -hmm. now is she ever like midway through the episode or something is she like wrong yeah and then figures it out or okay She'll have a theory and then be really confused and she'll be somehow there's like another point of evidence that proves her wrong. And then she's like, oh, and then she figures it out. But she never is like she's never so wrong that she accuses somebody and then is like uh, in front of people incorrect about her assumption. Mm -hmm. Like she it's always like behind the scenes i don't know she never really gets like outed as being wrong mm-hmm. Interesting. that i can think of okay. i mean i don't i can't think of any scenario that she was like i don't know yeah, right I don't think. right but um yeah i mean i think they all they all get it right in the end yeah and um but one thing about more recent shows is that they often have and um there are a few examples like veronica mars um, have you ever seen that? I haven't, but I hear nothing but good things it's about so it. It's so good. Um, but I, it was on Netflix and then it got removed and I don't know where you can find it at this point. I think you would have to get the DVDs or something. Um, it's awesome. But shows like that and shows like, um, I just lost the one I was thinking of. Oh crap. I had another one in mind. Um, but they, they have like recurring characters. Oh, I know. Um, Bletchley Circle is that one BBC show I think I mentioned to you that is really cool. And, um, it's like a time, uh, period thing. Uh, and it's a BBC show with, um, like four women who used to be code breakers in World War II and, uh, they solve crimes. Anyway. That sounds awesome. What's that called? Bletchley Circle. Okay. It's so awesome. They actually just uploaded another season on Netflix. It's one of those BBC shows that only has like four or five episodes per series. Okay. You know, yeah. and they're like a little longer. Right. right. Um, it's super good. Uh, 
but they have recurring killers in these episodes. They have people that um they constantly elude them, you know, like so the character I think it's a more recent thing where like they kind of people started kind of realizing that shows like Columbo and Murder She Wrote are really cool, but they also lack like an overarching plot line. So they started bringing in like the one killer that keeps getting out, you know, the one killer that keeps getting away with it and like and is like taunting the d- detective somehow, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. So that never really happens in this show. And so because of that, she's always right in the end, you know? So if, if there were, if there was somebody that was like throughout the whole season, there would be moments where she was wrong a lot, but mm-hmm. there isn't. So I don't think she really has those moments. Interesting. Yeah. In the, in the mentalist, um, there's a, I, you know, I, I've only seen, you know, half a dozen or 10 episodes or something, you know, so it's not like I've seen them all. But I know that with with The Mentalist, there, you know, was an ongoing thing with this serial killer that he was trying to catch that he thought was responsible for his wife's death. And, yeah. you know, so like sometimes, yeah, you know, there's... that guy got away or, you know, stuff like that or, or like – um I always thought it was kind of funny with um it's it's not a detective show but like with House. Yeah. Uh <laughs> you know they're like they're wrong about what's wrong they're they're incorrect about what's about why someone's sick like until the last 10 minutes. Yep. And then they you know they like make them sicker and sicker through yeah. the episode. <laughs> I know. It's kind of like if you're really like that as a doctor, yeah. you should probably not practice anymore. Yeah, it's like if you're basically my, torturing people. Seriously. You know, it, it kind of makes me feel like well, they they suck at it because or they're going to kill. They what they should do in house is they should have well, it's too late now, I guess the show's over, but they <laughs> they they, <laughs> they should have had like more episodes. Like half the episodes should to make it more realistic, half the episodes should have been a situation where, well, they ended up killing the patient because of all the stupid treatments that were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> or like the episode is like two minutes in, he's like, oh, it's this. And then he fixes it. And the rest of the episode is yeah, just, they're him just doing high-fiving paperwork. in the hallway. And yeah, <laughs> they get to file a TPS report. Yeah. They file, file the insurance claims. Yeah. High-fiving in the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got we got to keep that guy here uh, under observation for another three weeks. Yeah. So that so we can like, bill it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh my god. Um yeah. Oh, I was gonna, oh, another show that's similar to that is um Medium, which is like involves the psychic part right. of it. But it yeah, is I remember a detective that show. Yeah. yeah, I kinda like that show, but it can get pretty gruesome. Some of the ugh, it gets pretty gruesome. Some of the killings are like really gross. Was that the show that's the show with what's her name? Patricia Arquette. Yeah. That was a good show. Yeah, it is a good show. Yeah. Um like I said, it's kind of gruesome, but uh, like some of the killing like still haunt me. Mm-hmm. Ugh, gross. Um, but it did have a few characters that kept coming back, so um, yeah, that it, it was cool that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have I have nothing against the fact that Murder She Wrote doesn't do that, just because it's such a lighthearted, fun show, and I really like it. And right, um, right. and you know what I I heard. Um, Later in, in my life, uh, after my grandma passed away, um, I mean, I, she passed away when I was like 14 or something or 15, 
maybe 13. Um, but I knew that she loved murder. She wrote, I didn't mm-hmm. really know like what it was, but, um, later after I had seen the show, uh, my dad was talking about how much my grandma used to love it. It was like her soap opera and she would watch it like every time it was on and it made me realize that I think she had her haircut based on Jessica Fletcher. She basically had the same haircut. My grandma was a redhead and so she had like exactly the same hair as Jessica Fletcher pretty much. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So I kind of had my own little Jessica yeah. Fletcher there. Yeah. Well, it, it, you know, you mentioned the show's kind of lighthearted and and compared to a lot of other shows especially what they're making today it definitely is and i think that uh it kind of speaks to you know it was a cbs show which certainly back then was like that was like the network for old people yeah you know i don't i I don't know about you but i can remember like going to my grandparents house on a sunday and you know they were watching 60 minutes mm-hmm. and and all of those shows and it definitely seemed like it it skewed to uh an older audience and it you know murder she wrote seems like it has uh you know that 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 innocence to it i guess you could say that um a lot of shows from the 80s and and early to mid 90s had yeah that you know that's that's one of the ways that that television has really changed. Yeah. So much. I mean, even even thinking about like the the gory details of murders. I mean, like they do not have anything like cringeworthy on Murder She Wrote whatsoever. Right. I mean, you right. do, you don't ever see anything other than like maybe a tiny puddle of blood. Right. And it's like so different now. And yeah. yeah it, I mean, I love these like murder mysteries, but I don't like sometimes it it's gross and like why should I get nightmares? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I'd rather see like these cool The reason why I love murder mysteries is not because of the murders, it's because of the cool like puzzling type of effect that right. they have, right. you know? Yeah. I mean, obviously real murder is terrible and gruesome yeah. and horrifying and all of that stuff. But yeah, I'm I'm with you and it goes to show that you can tell you can tell a good story without having to resort towards the ultra violence or the ultra gore that I think in a lot of ways just becomes the shock value. Yeah, I think so like, too. I mean, with medium especially, yeah. it's like really, did you have to make this kid like? Ugh, God, I'm thinking about this one. I don't even want to think yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. And you you so, can still yeah. you you get the point across while not having to focus quite so much on the on the imagery yeah for sure it's definitely a shock value thing yeah yeah but um but yeah there's also i think in a after as we continue talking about murder she wrote um in different episodes here i'm gonna i'm gonna just kind of talk more about angela lansbury and jessica fletcher but i'll save that for another episode but yeah yeah um there yeah. was there was just one before we wrap it up for today there was just one last thing I wanted to wanted to say which is that I noticed at, at the end of this episode when you get the scene where um you know she's confronting uh the killer uh what is it Preston Preston Graves I don't remember was that yeah. his name um 
That's a good name for a killer, though. Yeah. <laughs> Graves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think maybe maybe that's not it. But Yeah, that's not. <laughs> uh, I think maybe it is. I'd have to look real fast. But anyways, it doesn't, doesn't matter. But any, anyhow, like, you know, they were – they kind of started to have a romantic attachment until she discovered that – Right. Or figured yeah, yeah, yeah. out that – that he was the killer. He was one of those rich guys. Yep. Right, yeah. But anyways, there's at, at the end where she confronts him about the murders and he admits to it, for a second, they play it like, well, he might come after her. Yeah. And kill her because she knows. Yeah. But then what ends up happening, like, instead of grabbing her and like pushing her into the swimming pool to drown her or choke her to death or whatever. He puts his arms like kind of on her shoulder and was like, okay, you know, I need to go, you know, well, here's why I did it. And, you know, I'll go talk to the police or prosecutor or whatever. Yeah. Um, and she, she behaves, she acts still kind of compassionately yeah. towards him. Oh my god. Because he puts he puts her hands on her shoulder and yeah. she's facing away from him and she kind of puts her hand on his. Yeah. And so I just thought it was an interesting and, and kind of telling moment for the character. Yeah. Because it it's not like she's like, oh you're the killer, get away, you yeah. know. It happens a lot. And this is I I mean this is a whole other conversation, but like in this show, there are more times that the killer has some sort of like, like reason to kill the person that causes Jessica to be really sympathetic. Like as if she's like, I understand why you did it. It's okay, but you still shouldn't have done it. So we're going to have to arrest you. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But it happens so much. Like there are so many episodes where like, the dad of some young daughter does something and the daughter feels like she has to protect her dad. So she kills somebody like, and it's like a 20 year old girl that kills somebody. And Jessica is always like super sympathetic. And it's like, it takes the, the, the show itself even has like a lot of compassion for the killer. It's crazy. Right. Right. I don't exactly know why, but, um, I mean, probably because the killings are like we said, really, um, like, not gory and they're not like yeah they're very very uh it's know, not like they uh, basic you know chop a chop yeah. a six-year-old it's like and deranged pieces. like yeah yeah, yeah. If they're, they're 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 probably typically like crimes of passion yeah or exactly whatever, i was gonna say the same thing. thing yeah you where know. they just like get really angry and shoot a gun at somebody right um yeah it's funny how we're just like talking about murder yeah just yeah. like that kind of murder whatever yeah. <laughs> you know the nice kind yeah the kind of where it's just like yeah you can't help it whatever yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, note yeah, to yeah. note to uh the courts of ohio uh don't put megan and jim on jury duty anytime yeah. soon oh they were really upset i yeah. i get upset too yeah. sometimes i it's totally right. get that you know i mean to be fair, he did use all the milk and then not go and buy more at the store that night. So, I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, my God. There's this one. Okay. 
I had a list of of shows I wanted to uh, have you uh, episodes I wanted to have you watch, but now I'm remembering um, this one that I really want you to see, and I have to see if I can find it. Um, it's basically like this one episode where she's hanging out in a women's prison, and like <laughs> it's hilarious. Like the the you almost wish that they would have done this episode later so that they could include characters that were women that ended up being killers. Right. Because the other thing about murder she wrote is that there are so many killers in the end that are like the young, pretty girl that is like the killer. Mm -hmm. And so it happens a lot. And so I really wish they would have waited and done the women's prison and then had all those women in the episode. (laughs) That would have been great. Yeah. I need to find it. Oh my gosh. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I thought it was in like an early season. Anyway, I mean, there's uh, so there's so many. I mean, there's what twelve seasons or something? Yeah, twelve seasons. There's a lot. Yeah, a I just thought movies. it was one of the first ones. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's not. So maybe we'll just wait. Okay. But I do have some uh, good episodes. If you yeah, want. what do you have? Okay, so um, there is um, there's three from season two. I mean, you don't have to watch them all, but. Um, season two, episode three, it's called Murder in the Afternoon. This is another one where she has a niece who has some crazy job. Her niece is a soap opera star. <laughs> <laughs> they always have like crazy jobs, all her nieces and nephews. Um, and her character on the show or, uh, yeah, her character on the show turns out to be a serial killer and then they start suspecting that she is a serial killer and like, she's like being framed and whatnot. And so Jessica has to prove that her niece isn't a serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's this other one that you have to watch because I've seen this one for some reason like six times. It's episode 11 from season two. It's called Murder Digs Deep. And uh, it takes place at an archaeological dig. Awesome. Uh, So she's there to like do research or whatever for her next book. So So she goes all Indiana Jones on it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then another one... uh, towards the end of season two, episode 21 called the perfect foil. And, um, she takes, she travels to new, new Orleans and her cousin is suspected of murder. And she like gets involved with like high profile gambling people and somehow makes it out alive. So <laughs> that's like another good one. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. I'll watch those for next time and we'll discuss and report back. Okay. And, uh, this is fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a so it's a fun fun show, fun series, great character. I think there's a lot to talk about. So. Oh, we didn't even talk about the title sequence. We have to talk about it next time. Oh yeah, my favorite title sequence of all time. Yeah, it's pretty darn good. Yeah. All right. All right. Well. Thanks everybody is, for listening. Good. Yeah. And awesome. uh, hope you guys are enjoying uh, Murder She Wrote as well. Yeah, uh, if you if you have a suggestion for an episode that you love, you should tell us. Um, yeah, tweet us like at Nerd Novice and tell us that you want us to talk about it because I've probably seen it four times already. <laughs> yeah, send that to us. Let us know <laughs> and uh, and we'll put it in the list. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. All right. See ya.